Tell us about Chad. <laughs> Chad Carden. Let me tell you, Patty and I interviewed Chad, and Chad is just an incredible dude. High-energy, no-nonsense guy who's just been extremely successful as an entrepreneur for over a decade. And I, I've been lucky enough to know Chad and call him a friend for over a decade as well. So um, the interview that we did with Chad was Amazing. You know, was great. You know, I mean, it was Chad unplugged, really. And that's what we want to give the listener because, you know, Chad's been a consultant and, and just, like I said, an entrepreneur for over 10 years. He has consulting business, actually. And it's just been someone who has pushed the envelope. And really, I think a lot of people are going to be able to get a lot of value from, from Chad. Yeah, he's a baller. So his mentor at a very early, young age, a young Chad, was Zig Ziglar. I mean, enough said. So to say that he's a baller is an understatement. So let's get ready to hear more about Chad Cardin. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Welcome. We have a very special show today. I am so excited. We have Chad Carden joining us, and Chad has been consulting coaching, speaking with companies to improve their number one asset, their people, for over 13 years. Chad is an accomplished author of two books. Basically, he's been consulting and sold products and services in over 40 countries. His work has been translated in over 10 languages. Chad has been featured on CNBC, Yahoo Finance, MSN, Money, Fox Business, Fortune Magazine, Money Magazine, CNN, and in Becker's Hospital Review. Chad is a straight shooter, results-oriented, no BS kind of guy. Chad Carden, welcome to the Boss Free Society podcast. Wow. Thanks, Tim. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Patty. Great to be with you. No, thank you so much. I, I think the whole show could be taken up with all your accolades. How do you do it? Well, I'll tell you, you know, talking about being boss free, it's sort of an oxymoron. A lot of times, you know, you have a lot more on your plate, a lot more responsibility. But I think the difference is, is that you're doing it with passion That's versus, right. say, desperation. I think that you're, you're doing it because you love to do it. You're doing it because, you know, you're helping the greater good. You're doing it because, you know, you're making an impact on people's lives versus what some people get into, which is just a job or a career. Or they feel like it's a dead end. And they're real busy too. We're all busy, but it's just a different kind of busy, a different type of mentality. So even though the schedule's full, I love every minute of it and I, I wouldn't imagine doing anything different. That's killer. That's killer. I love the word passion. You could definitely hear it in your voice. How did this evolve into your passion project? How long have you been an entrepreneur, Chad? I knew this was something that I wanted to do my whole life. My parents were entrepreneurs. They got me exposed to entrepreneurs. And when I was 14 years old, I had the opportunity to meet Zig Ziglar in Chicago at the Rosemont Horizon, now called the Donnelly Stevenson Center. And I had a chance to just decide that this is what I want to do with my life. I had a passion of helping people. I had a passion of, of creating my own destiny. And so I had the opportunity to be mentored uh, by Zig and a lot of different people between 14 to 20 years old. 
to really understand what it meant to go out there and, and cast your own net and what it meant to go out there and make your own mark. And so it's been a journey for now, gosh, 24 years I've been on this path and still learning every day, still understanding it every single day. But I, I wouldn't trade. I, you know, I've, I've had a lot of successes. I've had a lot of failures. But I wouldn't trade anything because it's made me who I am today in a lot of different aspects. Now, how did you start? Like, Where was your first entree into being uh, an entrepreneur? You know, I started in college, really. And I've done, like a lot of us have done, I've dabbled in a lot of different areas, a lot of different businesses. I've, I've uh, like I said, I've had some successes. I've had many failures. But I, where my passion lies today is in consulting and speaking and, and Tim, as you mentioned, authoring, writing books. So in college, I just started giving my services away to high schools across the state around speeches. And that's really my first entry point into entrepreneurship. Other than when I was, oh gosh, 13, 14 years old, my dad would give me $20 to mow the yard and I would pay a neighbor kid 10 bucks to mow the yard. So I was um, very in tuned into margins and, and how to make money while other people worked. But so I started speaking and I started getting more well known in the high schools, started getting a paid fee for it. And then it's just really grown from there into this consulting business. Tim, where as you mentioned, we're a global footprint. Uh, we have, you know, 20, 30 consultants that are working for us on a number of different projects around the growth aspects of personal development, professional development, and we help entrepreneurs, we help small businesses, we help startups get off the ground. And so from that day to this day, there's been a lot of links in the chain. But uh, again, it's been an amazing ride. Now, you were a big student of the Dale Carnegie course, correct? Like his, yeah. his philosophy, his teaching. So what were some of the things that you learned from Mr. Carnegie that really kind of helped with kind of launching your own stuff? There's a lot in it. Uh, God, I know it's a loaded forever. question. <laughs> no, I think, you know, if, if I had to boil down to it to a couple different high-level topics, number one is, and Patty, you mentioned it, is just finding passion, finding wh what it is that you want to do. A lot of people want to be boss-free, but a lot of people get into things because of the, maybe the opportunity financially or maybe the opportunity to not be felt like they're handcuffed. But that's just one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is, is you know, what do you have passion around? I mean, you could get into it and open up almost any business today, whether it's a, you know, a multi-level marketing or it's your own business or it's a startup or, you know, you want to raise funds. You can get into almost anything where you can go sell makeup, you can sell vitamins, you can, you can do whatever it is you want. And I think all of those are great paths if they're the right path for you. So I think, number one, you have to find out your passion and really your why. Is it, why are you doing this? And it has to be greater than just finance. Money is one spoke in the wheel, but money alone won't carry you through everything you go through to truly be boss free. Because, I mean, you have to be crazy to do this, number one. And to be crazy to do this, you have to have a passion and really understand your why and your vision. So that would be the first thing. I think the second thing is, is that it's, it's all about continuous wins and continuous movement and continuous success. It's not an overnight success. Like, you know, we, we've all been doing this for a long time and it's easy to look at somebody say in my position right now and, and want to be where I'm at. But a lot of people don't see everything that I've been through to get to this point. And that's just not me. That's really anybody in life. But I think it's a continuous movement. It's a continuous effort. 
it's constantly ensuring that you're, as Zig used to say, just keep pumping the well, right? Just keep pumping the well, just keep pumping the well. Eventually things will come over on your side. So number one would be having the passion and really finding out your why and why you're doing it. Number two is constant and never ending improvement. I use the, the acronym by a good friend of mine, Robert Smith called CANI, C-A-N-I, constant and never ending improvement. So how are we constantly moving forward? How are we constantly evaluating the businesses that we're involved in and what are we doing to move forward? And then the third piece really is just that persistence piece. It's not going to be an, an easy road. Our friend Adam Carolloy says it typically takes three or four times as long and three or four times the money you thought you were going to spend to get something to start up when you're actually venturing into your business. That could mean you think you're going to spend 10 and you spend 30 or 40, or you think you're going to spend a hundred thousand and you spend three or 400,000. It really just depends on where you're at. So you have to persist through because every time you go out and start your own company, there are those stages, whether it's like I said, a defined multi-level marketing, you're going to go out and start something completely new, complete in a complete different industry. That's a brand new product. You're going to have those moments of doubt. You're going to have those moments where you think, did I make the right choice? And it's about persisting through those and tying back to your why and your passion. They're going to help you overcome those. And if you can do those things, and there's a lot of layers underneath that, but if you can do those things, you have a higher likelihood of being successful at your boss-free, customized approach that's right for you. I love that. And I think that just hearing your story about being influenced by Zig Ziglar, I heard some other names in there like Robert Smith, Adam Carroll. Would you recommend that really creating a circle of influence around you is critical? Because it sounds like that was really the launching pad, your meeting with Zig Ziglar to start you on this journey. Yeah, I, I think the key word there you said, Patty, is critical. It is critical to surround yourself with people who have the same goals, have the same drive, have the same desires that you have, and have your back, if you will. I was lucky enough to be put in those situations almost unknowingly. Looking back, I mean, I'll, you know, it, it, it wasn't a master plan that happened to me. It just sort of unfolded. But I think it unfolded all because of who my mom and dad were, who they got me in front of, who they got me around. And I think that, you know, just having that circle of influence of people that can support you, people that you can lean on, people that can lean on you and people that you can learn from and continuously sharpen your ax, you know, iron sharpens iron. So how do you surround yourself with those people that really help you move forward, move in the direction that you want to move? It's so easy today. If you look at Facebook and social media and the news, it's so easy to get wrapped up in what's not working. I think you have to try to diminish that as much as you can in your life and focus and run with the people that are running in the direction that you want to run. I think that's a great point. No, I'm sorry, Tim, did you want to? Well, I was just going to say, uh, it sounds like Chad is talking about mindset, you know, that you have to have the proper mindset to, you know, to, to tackle the different obstacles that are going to be coming in your way. So how about yeah. in the case where somebody is looking to jump into being boss free, they're not necessarily quite sure is where they can look for that right circle that you talked about. Can you provide any insight based on your expert background of how somebody can get started under that, like just to create that circle of influence? Yeah. Well, I think it just, it takes one, right? It's a domino effect. It just takes one. And if somebody's listening to this podcast, obviously they've made a decision in their life. So uh, Patty, I know you're available. Tim, I know you're available. I'm available. I mean, th these people can reach out to, to any of us. And if they don't have the, if they don't feel like they want to reach out to us and they feel like they're just surrounded by people who do not support them in their vision and where it is they want to go, 
I would think it's just a really about digging deep into your network. It's about even potentially blindly reaching out to people who you admire or you have a lot of respect for or you would like to be mentored by. The, the thing that I found out about the boss-free society, and I, I don't want to make this as a negative on a non-boss-free society, but what I find is that a lot of successful entrepreneurs, a lot of successful boss-free people are willing to help more than anybody realizes. It's just about reaching out. I mean, if somebody would reach out to me blindly, I would be happy to help. And I think it's because people realize the, all this stuff we've been through. And if we can, you know, like I am warming my fires at hands. I have not, I, you know, I, I, I'm warming my hands at fires I did not build. I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm walking through paths that I did not chop all because of people before me. And if I can do the same for somebody behind me, to me, that's being able to give back and that helps creating in my life. So I my point that. is, if there has to be somebody, there has to be one person that you can reach out to dig deep, even if you don't think you know them, even if you don't think they want to help, they might not, but I could promise you, they will get you in the front of people that will. You always have options. That's so killer. I do want to say, you know, I had this epiphany about two weeks ago. I was at a conference and somebody mentioned, because they had a lot of hustle in them, and they said, you know how I've gotten in front of the right kind of people and opened the right kind of doors? I've offered value right? Somebody goes in front of you. I'm serious, Chad, like tell me that you wouldn't be completely blown away by somebody asking or offering you value, saying, I want to learn from you. I want to have time with you. What can I do to add value to what you're doing? I think that's oh, yeah. such, a, that was huge. I was like, wow, that's amazing. So that's kind of a call to action is how do you stand apart from just the ask? It's how can I help you? How can I add value? That's a great point because as an entrepreneur, I have never have enough people that I can go to and leverage. And I mean leverage in a positive way. So if somebody has value that they can bring to myself, my companies, what we're doing, it makes it all even that much better because not only am I helping them, but now I have added another person in my network that we can create win-win situations and win-win scenarios. So now you mentioned earlier about, you know, everyone has their own different path. And, you know, as long as you're on the right path, that's the, the path to be on. All right. For people out there now who are in a job, who are looking to be an entrepreneur, but they don't really know where to go. What, what do you tell people that say, you know what, I don't want to work anymore, but I don't really know what I should do or what I, you know, how I should make a living. Right. What yeah, are some of your, some tips to those people that are kind of trying to find that path? Right. It's such a great question because today with the internet and today with the, I mean, really, if you think about it today, in my opinion, an entrepreneur or somebody who is working a job and wants to get out of that job has never had a greater opportunity to do that with all of the options that one has to get into and to start their own. I mean, you, we have, it, it used to take, you know, millions of dollars to start a company. Now we have people that are starting them from their basement and becoming, you know, a billion dollar valuation in, in literally 12 to 24 months with technology and where it's going. And so there's never been a greater time. And so I think the, the first thing you have to do is you have to build that bridge. Obviously, you, you can't just say, I don't want to work tomorrow or I don't want to work tomorrow. So I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm going to start my own job. I mean, that's that's almost suicide. Right. So you got to be smart about it. So the first thing is, is building a plan that really has three components. Number one, research and understanding of what you want to get into. And I think that takes time. For some people, Tim, it might take 24 hours. For some, it might take, uh, you know, six months. Right. And you have to be realistic about that, right? So you have to really understand and research. Number two part of that plan is a timeline, a timeline to ensure 
that it, it's the right framework to move from current situation to desired situation of where it is you want to do. And number three is what I call anchor points. And what I mean by anchor points is you, there has to be any boss-free person has to hold one person accountable during their life, and that's themselves. And if you can't hold yourself accountable to these anchor points and to do what it is you need to do to move from where you are to where it is you want to go, you're kidding yourself. And I don't mean to be blunt, and I don't mean just I, – I, I'm not trying to discourage people from doing it. But if you can't do this by yourself when all the pressure is on you – and that's that third piece. That's that those anchor points to hold yourself accountable to that plan of certain executionable action items of what's going to get done by when and you got to make sure that gets done. And if you can't do that to go from current to desired, you have a big hill to climb to really believe you're going to be boss free. And right. again, I don't, I don't mean to discourage people, but that's yeah, just don't. reality. Well, yeah. I think it's important to say that, you know, because you're not saying anything that's not true, you know, and, and I think for people, you know, that are wearing the rose colored glasses or, or, you know, they, you know, there's that terminology wantrepreneur, right? You know, right. you want, you want to be it, but you don't, you just, you haven't followed through on the actions, but make, holding yourself accountable is extremely important because when you start out being an entrepreneur, it is a lonely world. And I, <laughs> I, I, I want the people that are listening to realize that and understand that because like Chad said, I mean, you have to rely on you. And if you're not comfortable at relying on yourself or if you're not good at relying on yourself, you have a really, really long journey ahead. Yeah, can I say another thing on that? Because I think it just spurred thought is that, again, you also have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I have been doing this for 24 years. I'm still uncomfortable every single day. And some people think that that's a burden. No, no, no. To me, that's growth. To me, that always helps me. It's oh, I'm always looking for ways to grow. I'm reading. You should see my library. I'm taking classes. I'm talking to great people like yourselves. I'm p trying to pick ideas. It's all just about those one or two nuggets of information that if I can grab to make life better. I mean, I just, you know, I just spent a bunch of money to be around some of the top entrepreneurs in the country where we spent two days together and did nothing but just pick each other's brain. Those types of things, to me, have to be inside your DNA. Because once you become a boss and once you think you've arrived, that's when you begin to backslide. It's always about constantly finding ways. And I think that's a double-edged sword too, by the way, of being a boss-free society is that the double-edged sword is we almost never get there, right? We think we want to reach some certain goal. And then once we reach it, it's like, okay, well, that's not good enough. Where is that? So that's a, th those are two sides to my world that I live with. And I know I have to consciously be realizing that I have to look at and be grateful of the things I've succeeded and that I've had success around because if I don't, I'm never going to enjoy it. So all you can get caught up in that world too. It's, just, it's a crazy dynamic that you really don't understand unless you're really out there doing it for yourself. That's so killer. And I think the importance of finding a group, um, whether it's, you know, a mastermind that you pay into, and obviously the more money you make, the higher the level of mastermind that you'll probably require that you want to interface with for potential deals. But I totally agree. I mean, I'm in a mastermind and one of the big ideas I got as simple as it sounds is I, I had so much anxiety about trying new things. And then one of the guys said, you know what, you're going to try five new things. Four of them will probably fail, but then you hit the nail on the head on that one. And that's just the way it is. Right. And so it was just that clarity, like, oh, okay, so it's okay to fail, you know, the 80% of the time. And I don't know why, that one idea, I'm like, this made this whole mastermind worth any of the investment I made. So I just totally agree. It's that one idea. One. And, and, and Patty, that to me goes back to the networking comment that we were talking about earlier is the fact that 
you know, you've surrounded yourself with people who will change and disrupt your thought process. Absolutely. Right? And who will push you and who will do things. And that's also who you need. It's about not just allowing you to be the person that you are today, but helping you become the person that they know and the potential that you have inside of you. Because the greatest untapped resource that we have inside of, it's not people, it's the untapped value that they have in them. It's about allowing that to come out. And that's Love huge that. in, 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 in who you spend your time with. And that's huge in who you, in who challenges you and how you challenge them. So you're exactly right. It's about, it's about, and you might not find it tomorrow, but if you just keep searching and you just keep hunting, you will find those people and everything and all those relationships will be worth it to get there. Just like you said. Well, and I also think the importance of investing, right? Investing in those types of groups, if you have the ability. I, I mean, I heard from T. Harvecker, he, you know, in, in his book, he talked about investing 10% of your income into your personal development. And the that's why more money people make, the higher that 10% right. allows for more. And I just, if you look at it as an investment and not an expense, I think that goes a long way. Yeah. You know, I've been blessed to be in rooms with Darren Hardy from Success Magazine and Sir Richard Branson. And uh, Brendan Bruchard, and, awesome. and but not just I mean not just not just watching them on stage. I mean, really, Tim Ferriss, and just just having small roundtables with them, and just just listen this Peter Diamandis, and just listening to these guys on a one-on-one basis talk. And I think I think big, and I think that I you know I I really have some good ideas, but sometimes I just it just really challenged my thought process, which it was worth every dime I spent. And if some people knew the money that I spent, I mean, people would think I'm crazy, but it was <laughs> every dime that I spent because. It just, it, it brought me back and it's, and, and that, like you said, is it's not a sunk cost. It's an investment because I promise you that will make my future better. Just like the mastermind that you've invested in, that will make your future better. That's so good. So good. And, and that's really what it's about is, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people, surrounding yourself with people that are, you know, doing better than you or, you know, doing things that you want to do. And you, you surround yourself with those type of people. And like you said, you, you said, uh, about changing your thought process when you're around those people, your thought process changes. Cause when you're doing the same thing over and over, you have that one line of thought process. But that's what I, I thought what you said was, was outstanding about, you know, you want to change your thought process. Yeah. And not to beat this continuously, cause I know you guys might want to go other places, but the last thing I would say is you also have to be careful. Tim, you mentioned it. You want to surround yourself with people that are doing right? Not talking about it, That's right. but doing. And there are a lot of people out there, the entrepreneurs or whatever you want to label them that talk about it and they talk about it and they talk about it and they talk really have these great ideas. But I want to surround myself with people who are execution, who are action, who are failing, who are succeeding, who are making things happen, but they're making things happen, not just talking about it. So I think that's the key word is surrounding yourself with people who are doing, who are seeing results, good or bad, because they're testing the market and they will continue to do no matter what. Well, what, what's, a, what's a big project that you're working on right now that you want like to share with our audience? There's two. Well, number one, in 2015, we're moving. You know, the consulting arm continues to explode and continues to. We, we work with a lot of large organizations. You know, the AT&Ts, the world, the UBSs, the, the JP Morgans, the, the Bank of Americas. My speaking um, opportunities continue to, to grow and enhance. So we're looking at continuously ways that we continue to expand that and to explore that. I'm working with... Um, Premier Speakers Bureau out of Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, I have a great, great representation down there. And we're working ways with them to get more exposure on that scene. And then the th I guess there's three. Then the third thing would be um, there's a new startup that I'm, I'm helping advise in. And I've got a little bit of the stake invested in it. It's called The Fan, which is a, an app for high school sports teams and tournaments that really brings 
all the information for a fan in one location. Today you can find it on Facebook and Twitter and you know you can go to a, a local website or go to the newspaper or go to local places, but it's very scattered. And what we found when we did some market research is that, you know, how do you bring everything to the fans' fingertips? How do you bring everything right there so when a parent goes to a tournament, they can see local restaurants, they can see the maps, they can see the games, they can see the schedules, they can see everything right there on their phone or tablet. And so we're just in the beginning uh, phases of this. They're raising Holy some money. capital for the first run, but we're having a bunch. We're having a blast with it, and that's what. Again, to me, it's about waking up every single day and finding out what you have energy behind, and putting your efforts into that energy. And then, as as Dan, you know, as Dan Sullivan talks about, then there's stuff, right? Stuff is things that drain energy. I just try to eliminate the stuff. I just try to eliminate things that I don't have energy around and find other people to do it because sometimes what's stuff to me might be energy to somebody else. And so I just want to surround myself with people that do things that I don't like to do, but they like to do. And that way we can move forward. So I just wake up every single day and try to focus on the things that I have energy around, that I have passion around, that builds confidence, that breeds growth. And that's what I, I'm not perfect at it. I'm working every single day, but that's where I really try to go. Okay. I have so many questions. I, I like literally, we almost need to bring you back because <laughs> there's a lot of questions, but I noticed you have a lot of energy in general. How do you start out your day? Cause you're just a very passionate person. Yeah. So I'll open up here a little bit. I start off by typically I take about an hour and 15 minutes and I, I meditate. I work out. I have take time to myself. And then I spend time with my family in the morning. So if I can do those four things and, and I try to do it consistently where I, it becomes a habit, right. if I can do those and sometimes it happens before I start my day, sometimes, you know, the workout doesn't happen until maybe after a meeting like this, it just depends on what's happening. But I really try to get my meditation in my morning thought, my more, I, I do some reading and that, that could change, right? It could be reading. It could be meditating. It could be personal development as Tim talked about and you mentioned, there's a lot of different things that I take that hour and 15 minutes for getting a workout in and then ensuring that I have family time when I'm at home because sometimes I'm on the road. That's how I start my day. And then, and then I look at it and I say, what are the things I want to tackle that are going to continuously create that energy? And that's what I do. Stuff like this. This is not stuff. I shouldn't, I shouldn't use that word. This is energy to me because you know, it's an opportunity to work, to talk to two great people and potentially help others find their dream and find their passion and find their why. So this is what I want to spend my time doing. Awesome. You know, that, I think the question that Patty asked and how you answered it, it just really shows exactly, you know, why we're all doing this, you know, because right. we do want to make an impact. We want to give value. We want to be there for the people that have questions. Now, so what, what are some of your other rituals that you have that you try to start as habits for, you know, for the day or, you know, in that capacity? Yeah. Well, I think that there's really five areas that I want to continuously grow in. It's a spiritual side, and I don't want to define spiritual because it can mean so many things to so many different people, but right. there's a spiritual side. There's a physical side because I want to keep my body in shape and, and, and really train and, and ensure that I, you know, healthy, not just, not just fit, but healthy, right? There's a financial side because we live in an economic world, and I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my family and taking care of doing things, Tim, like I did on Friday, which we won't mention here, but, you know, just things like that that I can really feel like I'm making a difference. There's my mental side. So how do I continuously grow my mental capacity, which is through reading, growth, spending time with people like yourselves. And then there's my emotional side. And I control, I really define that as controlling worry, stress, and fear. So I consciously work on that angle, which to me leads back to the spiritual side, right? If I can lean on that, it really helps me control worry, stress, and fear. So those are the five areas that encompass my 
personal life that encompassed my professional life. And if I can do those things at a conscious level where I'm thinking about them consistently, uh, I feel like I, I've had a great day. Sometimes when business takes over, life takes over, and I feel I can't consciously focus on those things, I feel like it's a wasted day. And I don't want to, I want to have more great days than wasted days. And so I really, I'm just, and that's nothing. I think being able to consciously live in this world, and most people live unconsciously. They get up and they do things and they don't even think about it. And they get up tomorrow and they'll do the same thing over and over where I'm consciously looking at my world and consciously finding ways to grow in those five areas. And if I can do that, I have an impact on myself, I'll have an impact on my family, I'll have an impact on the people that work for me, I'll have an impact on my clients, and I'll have an impact on people that I just interact with. And so that's the goal. That's my why, if you will, to wake up every single day and have a positive impact. That's what I want to do. Very admirable. So how do people work with you who are interested in hearing more about your services, your products, etc.? Well, there's two places. They can check us out at chadcarden.com, which is now switching over by the time this is live it'll it'll be more of my speaking just just more about me and keynote speaking and some executive coaching that I could do that I have done for small business owners and those sort of aspects and then there's a whole new site which is called inreachexperts.com which is the complete consulting arm so that's the Carden group itself so I've really divided a wall between me as a speaker and my consulting group I took the advice of Patrick Lencioni, if you know who Patrick is, he, Patrick has his own brand, but he also has a consulting group called the table group that he sort of built a wall between. And so when people want to hire Patrick, they don't have to sift through all this consulting stuff to get to Patrick. And so when people want to hire me as a speaker or a coach, they can get to me right at chadcarton.com. When they want to look at our consulting services, they can go to inreachexperts.com and it tells them all about what we do and how we work with organizations. That's brilliant. Outstanding. So what's one thing you want to leave our, our listeners with? We're, we're, we're coming up to the, uh, the witching hour or yeah. witching half yeah. hour, I guess it is. Uh, <laughs> what's one thing you want to leave our listeners with? Well, first of all, I, again, I appreciate the opportunity. It's always great to have these opportunities to do things like this. I think the one thing I would leave or want to leave the listeners with would be it's a journey. It's a never ending journey to reach the destination to where you ultimately want to go. But the one thing I can tell you is that <sighs> My word is try. And Tim, I know you get mad when I say try because you say, don't say try, say do it, right? I mean, but my word is, is, is just take a chance, is put your toe in the water if you really want to get out of your situation because regret is so much more of a burden than trying something and failing at it. I think when you really, when it's time for all of us to leave, I want to look back and say it was a hell of a ride versus, you know, I wish I would have. And I think so many people are in that quiet desperation mode where they're wanting to do something, but they just haven't been able to unleash that try mechanism because maybe you'll fail. But to me, that's not even the point. Maybe you'll win, right? So that's where your mindset has to be as you go out there and, and make this happen. And I wish everybody that's listening to this the best of luck and the most uh, possible successful future that's right for you that you have passion behind. That's what I would say. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Mr. Chad Carden. We look forward to all the great stuff you're going to be doing in 2015. Chad, Thanks. thank you so much for your time. Very inspirational. A lot of things that people could take away and apply into their personal journey of entrepreneurship and just continued success to you because you just totally are just full of energy and just so much in you. Can't wait to see how your next year transpires. Thanks. I appreciate it. We'll have you on again and you can give us an update on all the great stuff. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.